0: Roster drop day is always a good day. Greg Berhalter has released a list of 26 names who will participate in the September friendlies later on this month. The September friendlies are the last opportunity for players to impress Greg Berhalter ahead of the 2022 World Cup. It is significant because it is an open secret that the vast majority of the players that Greg Berhalter will take to Qatar will participate in the September roster. We're looking at probably 23, 22 of the names that are on the September roster will be on the Qatar roster. As well. So, who is on that list? Let's get into it. All that and more on this episode of the Yankee Port. What's up? My name is Sam. This is the Yankee Report, a show about the US men's national team, all things American soccer. If you're into that, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, become a member, support the movement. Let's get right into the roster. But before we do, let's hear a word from this week's sponsor. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts starting with the goalkeepers and maybe you can consider this a surprise but we have uh, Matt Turner Sean Johnson and Ethan Horvath so Zach Steffen does get left off of this list. A bit of a surprise whenever you consider that Zach Steffen uh, came into this World Cup qualifying cycle as the expected number one goalkeeper, uh, served as the number one goalkeeper through a lot of the cycle, uh, and and then left Manchester City in in the uh, summer in order to join a club where he'd get more playing time in preparation for the World Cup. However, his trip to Middlesbrough so far has not been the greatest. Uh, He hasn't looked that great so far, And he's got a bit of an injury. Uh, It appears that his injury is lingering a little bit longer than uh, was initially expected. Uh, So potentially that injury is the reason why he's not going to be joining this roster. So potentially Zach Steffen could miss the September friendlies but still make the World Cup roster. However, there is another camp of fans out there that believe that uh, it is Zach Steppen's performances that are keeping him out of this roster. He's not performed very well for Middlesbrough. To be fair, uh, Ethan Horvath hasn't performed all that great as well. There's been some charts released that kind of show that the American keepers are not doing so great in the championship. Uh, Meanwhile, Matt Turner, I believe, has had one opportunity to play this year uh, for Arsenal in a cup game. Um, and his performance was kind of a mixed bag Sean Johnson continues to sort of hold it down as the MLS keeper he's the only guy out of this group that I think is getting regular minutes and is performing well uh, but how high is he in the goalkeeper totem pole at this point to me he's, he's always been that third guy that last guy sort of that last name on the team sheet type of guy so there are concerns with this goalkeeper group heading into September and presumably heading into November, heading into the World Cup. But, you know, it is what it is at this point. We knew whenever Matt Turner made the move that we could be looking at uh, bringing World Cup keepers uh, that hadn't had a lot of minutes, and that's exactly where we are right now. Moving on to the center back position, and we have Chris Richards, Walker Zimmerman, Aaron Long, and Cameron Carter-Vickers. I think the only real surprise in the center back position is... I was expecting Greg Barrell to bring five center backs, and I think a lot of people were. Whenever you have guys like uh, Eric Palmer Brown, Tim Ream, and James Sands kind of lingering around, uh, the thought was that one of those guys would make the roster um, and we'd have five center backs. That's not what Greg elected to do. He dropped a center back, decided to bring an extra winger, an extra attacker, uh, and, and we'll get into that later. Uh, but I think the four guys that he brought is pretty consistent with the four names that he's been dropping throughout his interviews. I think this September window is going to be dedicated to establishing uh, two starters and giving those guys the bulk of the minutes. Uh, Presumably, that will be Walker Zimmerman and Chris Richards. Uh, However, that's not decided. I I think it's still fairly open in that regard. We're hoping that in this September uh, window, we're going to see that Chris Richards is that player that we expect him to be, that he's a cut above, and that he can slot right in and be the exact defender that we need. That really athletic defender that wins aerial duels and and wins one-on-one duels and, and is just mobile and is winning tackles all over the field. Hopefully we see that guy. If not, I think um, we're going to be really struggling in the center back position with an open competition between CCV and Aaron Long. Um, In the summer, that competition between Aaron Long and CCV wasn't all that conclusive. CCV has been performing really well uh, for Celtic, uh, so hopefully he can carry that and show that with the national team. And I know Aaron Long has a lot of critics, so hopefully he can step up and show that he deserves this place in the team as well. We definitely need it because this center back position is Going to be the position of weakness. Uh, I think the biggest position of weakness with this team heading into Qatar at the fullback position, we have Sergio Des, Sam Vines, Joe Scally, DeAndre Yedlin, and Reggie Cannon. Now, coming into this camp, we knew that there was a chance that Jedi Robinson was not going to be available, uh, and here we are. Jedi Robinson's name is not on the list. Uh, when we look at. How this roster projects to Qatar, I think it's pretty unanimous that if Jedi is healthy and available, he's going to be on that Qatar roster. Which means somebody on this list is not going to be on that Qatar roster. Likely coming down, if I'm, uh, I'm guessing it's going to come down to one of Sam Vines or Joe Scally. Those two are going to be competing uh, for this backup left back position. Uh, Sam Vines, of course, hasn't been with the national team in a long time. Um, he E... Performed, I guess, okay in the Gold Cup, but we really haven't seen much of him since then. Since then, he's moved over to Belgium and he's been participating uh, week in, week out with Antwerp. And by all accounts, he's been playing pretty well over there. Uh, so I'm anxious to see if he can provide that backup, uh, that that backup left back spot, somebody that we can depend on to come into the game if Jedi is not available for whatever reason. Uh, Joe Scally is the player with all the upside, the player that um, all the fans love, the player that if I criticize. A little bit everybody gets mad at me in the comment section well we don't have a lot of time between now and the world cup he's got to be better right now he's got to show it right now he's got another opportunity with jedi out to come into the national team and show what he can do I, I, this is his last opportunity he's got to come in and perform right now we know that he's shown it with are marching glob week in and week out but he's got to show it with the national team right now if he does I'm all in, baby. He has a lot of upside. We know about his athletic ability. We know about his defending in, in the Bundesliga. If he can transition that, that to the national team, I think he'll earn a playing ticket to Qatar. So we'll see what he does in this camp. Uh, I think Serginho Dest's name is written in pen. He's the main guy. Uh, DeAndre Yedlin over Shaq Moore is, is odd to me. I got into this in the roster prediction video, but I think Shaq Moore is just flat out p- outplayed DeAndre Yedlin. Um, Shaq Moore has been one of the best right backs in, MLS. DeAndre Yedlin not so much Uh, I think Shaq Moore is a more dependable defender, he plays in a better ball Uh, just a player that I trust a lot more and it feels like every time Shaq Moore has had an appearance for the national team, whether it be in the Gold Cup or he was one of the players of the tournament, he's just been a dependable player for the national team every time he's been called upon, Uh, I understand DeAndre Yedlin is uh, the only player on this roster with World Cup experience he's an old head, He's, he's a locker room guy, he's a guy everybody likes and I guess for your fifth full back that's fine I guess Uh, that's that's really my biggest gripe with this roster right as it stands at defensive midfield Adams and Acosta are are pretty much chalk I think uh, 100% of the people expected this and and there's no surprises here for the attacking midfielders, it's largely what we had anticipated. The only real difference is I had Brennan Aronson listed as an attacking midfielder in this roster. It's Malik Tillman that's listed as an attacking midfielder. Uh, I think it speaks to Tillman's um, the ability to play multiple positions, which is going to go a long way towards helping him make that World Cup roster. Uh, but as it stands, we have Eunice Musa, Weston McKinney, Luca Della Torre, and Malik Tillman. Um, of this list, you know, Yunus Musa has put together some really nice games. For Valencia this year. He really seems to be turning a corner as a player. Uh, Weston McKinney continues to get a, a bunch of minutes for Juventus, although his quality throughout that minute, those minutes have come into question. There's been questions about his form and whether or not he's the best choice for Juventus right now. Uh, All in all, I think Weston McKinney continues to be one of the best players for the national team right now. Arguably the best American playing in Europe right now and is going to be a fixture for the U.S. Uh, Just something to think about. Luca Della Torre has really struggled to get minutes um, since his move to Celta Vigo. Uh, Curious about what his form looks like right now and and how he will be integrated into this national team moving forward, uh, considering he just hasn't gotten a ton of playing time at all over in Spain. Moving on to the wingers and we have Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, Brendan Aronson, Jordan Morris, and Paul Areola. I think a big surprise for me at least was the inclusion of Paul Areola over bringing a fifth center back like Tim Ream or James Sands or something like that I, I I watch a lot of FC Dallas and I didn't think Paul Ariel has been particularly good over the second half of the season uh, not so much as, as good as he was during the first half of the season uh, but still you know, these are players on the back half of the roster some of the last players on the list I don't expect them to get a lot of minutes and I, I think the big thing to remember is that Tim Weah is injured at the moment and he's unavailable for this roster whenever he returns From injury, which he's expected to return from injury prior to the World Cup, that means one of these players is likely on their way out. I'm assuming it's going to be either Jordan Morris or Paul Areola, and I'm leaning towards Paul Areola as as that odd man out uh, who's going to miss guitar. But I, I guess we'll get it maybe we'll get see some of these guys play and some of those questions will get answered Uh, but I think that might relieve a little bit of the Paul Ariel attention that I know a lot of the fans hold Uh, for the players that are actually going to play and participate uh, in this friendly window I mean the return of Gio Reyna is absolutely immense we've talked ad nauseum about the U.S.'s inability to be creative in the final third the inability to break down low blocks and just the uh, overall lackadaisical approach of the attack Gio Reyna I think single-handedly is going to change a significant amount of that. He is by far the most creative player in the attacking third that we have. And I think we're going to see a different U.S. men's national team with him on the field as opposed to him off the field. Greg Berhalter has said uh, in, in interviews that he could see Gio Reyna playing as that uh, winger position, that inside forward position type type winger that we uh, deploy, or the attacking midfielder that we saw Vernon Aronson play in previous camps. Uh, so interested to see where Gio actually gets deployed. Remember, we haven't seen Gio in a while. He he did participate in the last round of World Cup qualifiers, but then he missed the June window. So just not a lot of time with the rest of the national team for Geo so I know that Greg is going to be anxious to build up that chemistry and that camaraderie with Geo in the group. Christian Pulisic comes into this camp as the unquestioned star of the U.S. Men's National Team. However, a player in a bit of turmoil, uh, reports that he wanted out of Chelsea but was not released to, from his contract, uh, the displays of frustration at Chelsea, the, the walking off the pitch after the game without thanking the fans, uh, the turmoil that has existed in the press between Christian Pulisic and Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel gets let go, a new manager comes in, uh, Todd Bull comes out and says the thing about the All-Star game. It's anti-American sentiment in England right now. And Christian Pulisic is kind of at ground zero for all of that. So I'm a little bit concerned or interested in what headspace Christian is in right now. Is he able to block all that out and just come in and perform? And maybe the national team is a safe space and a safe haven for Christian. And he can come in and just be that star player that we need him to be. Uh, Interesting. Interesting question. Uh, Then you have Brendan Aronson who seems to be just continual on on a just upward trajectory, rising pattern, just every week, uh, just showing more and more aspects of his game, just looking like an absolute lights out player. Uh, so we do have a little bit of depth in that winger position uh, that I'm really excited about. We move to the forwards where we have the biggest snub of this entire roster. Uh, the forwards listed are Jesus Ferreira, Josh Sargent, and Ricardo Pepe. And that means that Jordan Pifak is not going to be on this list. Uh, Jordan Pfogg did have a bit of an injury scare but he returned for the weekend uh, in in Took had some big minutes for uh, Union Berlin. Uh, Jordan Pifok has been on a tear, scoring goals in the Bundesliga. However, we know that Jordan Pifok isn't the type of forward uh, that uh, Greg Berhalter looks for in his system. Now, the argument out there, the argument that I've put forward, and I think the argument that a lot of US fans have said over and over again, is what happens if we're late in the game and we need somebody to come in, win headers and score a goal? Who better than Jordan Pifok to be put in that role. Uh, Well, it looks like Greg Berhalter doesn't see it that way. He wants three guys that can fit into the system the way that he wants to play it and that means the return of Ricardo Pepe. Ricardo Pepe, of course, made the move to Osberg after riding this huge wave of scoring goals for FC Dallas, coming into the national team scoring goals. The Pepe train was rolling. He gets the big money move to Osberg and the wheels fall off. Uh, Pepe struggles to see the field. Pepe hasn't scored a goal in a long time at Augsburg. Pepe starts to not get called into the national team, and and things are just not looking good. He gets to move over to Groningen, uh, gets an opportunity to play right away. We kind of see some of that old Pepe, uh, that that old Pepe that we got so excited about in the past. This is a very young player. The story has not been written for this player. Um, Hopefully, this is a bounce-back opportunity for him. You know that all U.S. Men's National Team fans love this guy and are pulling for him. Uh, So excited to see what he can do, though a bit perplexed that Pepe was taken over a healthy Jordan Pifak. Meanwhile, the incumbent is going to be Jesus Ferreira, a player that is absolutely lights out right now in MLS. As of right now, he has 18 goals on course to uh, Win the scoring record in the history of FC Dallas, becoming the highest score, highest score, single season score in the history of FC Dallas, and potentially break that twenty goal mark uh, that is always the big mark to break within MLS. All for a player that is twenty one years old and participating at striker. Uh, for the first time in his career, uh, so it's a it's a significant thing. Uh, of course, Jesus Ferrer's big thing with the national team is that he fits the the system really well. For Greg, um, he comes he he has a tremendous touch. He has tremendous playmaking ability. He's one of those players that makes the players around him better on the field. Uh, but he struggled to score goals, particularly against some of the stronger teams that the U.S. has faced. My hope is that he comes into this September window, scores a bunch of goals, puts all that behind him, more or less. I think fans are still going to complain no matter what, uh, but is just a little bit more confident as a national team striker heading into November. If not, nipping at his heels is a return of Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent um, is another player who is one of the favorite players, uh, what, the savior of the striker position for the national team for a long time. Um, similar to some of these other guys, has had this miraculous return to grace. Uh, the move to the championship for Norwich has seen a um, resurging Josh Sargent, to, to steal a, a phrase from the Scuff podcast, the resurgeants. Uh, a Josh Sargent who has been renewed who looks like the player that uh, we all expected him to be Um, he is scoring goals but more importantly i think he is confident he is putting himself in in goal scoring positions and whenever he's got that opportunity uh, he's really seizing it and he's showing the the speed the strength the power but also the quality um, that made him such an exciting prospect to begin with so big picture time of this list of 26 names Uh, I think the vast majority are going to make the World Cup squad. The big questions are the return of Zach Steffen with Zach Steffen returns to health does that push one of the goalkeepers out maybe Sean Johnson maybe Ethan Horvath how does Matt Turner look uh, after not having much game time at all for Arsenal in the fullback position Jedi Robinson will return and that means maybe Joe Scally, maybe Sam Vines maybe DeAndre Yedlin is on the hot seat uh, heading to Qatar for this roster how will those guys perform who will step up and earn that last seat to Qatar uh Over in the winger position, the return of Tim Weah is going to push somebody out. Is it going to be Jordan Morris? Is it going to be Paul Areola? Is it going to be Malik Tillman? Those are the interesting questions in that particular position. Furthermore, in that position, where do we see Gio Reyna line up? Do we see some uh, interesting wrinkles, some tactical wrinkles with the position of of, of Gio Reyna? Uh, Maybe Brendan Aronson, the same question. Uh, Malik Tillman, how does he look in his second appearance with the national team? An interesting question. And then at the striker position... The return of Ricardo Pepe, I think, is going to be a big storyline. But I think the main storyline is Jesus Ferreira. Can he score those goals? That's the big question mark that everybody points to for Jesus Ferreira. And the return of Josh Sargent, how does he look with the national team, now that he's regained some form, regained some confidence, uh, is any one of these guys going to be able to step up and show that they have the earned the right that they deserve to be the main guy heading into Qatar as a U.S. striker? I think Jesus Ferrer is in the driver's seat right there, but I certainly don't think that he has it absolutely locked down heading into Qatar. So a lot of exciting positional battles, a lot of exciting players on this list a really strong roster a roster that um a lot of these players have been through battles and world cup qualifying and beyond a lot of these players have been tested We've seen a lot of these guys play these roles uh, and we know what they can do whenever they're playing at their best. And that's going to be the big question mark. Can Greg get these guys playing their best whenever it's most important for them to do so? So I am really excited about September. This is going to be a lot of fun. So what are your thoughts on the roster? What are your thoughts? I I think the biggest snub is Jordan Pifak. Is there anybody else that you're really disappointed in that that didn't make the roster? I I know there's going to be a lot of people upset about Morris and Long and uh, Uh, the areola the MLS contingent that's always a big thing Uh, though if you don't want them on the roster who would you rather see on the roster Um, let me know in the comments section Uh, what do you think about Gio Reyna's return and how that's gonna impact the national team what are your expectations for this September window in general let me know in the comments section another exciting thing for September is we've got the September release for since 76 which is gonna feature a hat for the first time everybody's been asking for a hat so we got a hat uh, that's going to be available for sale the vamos estados unidos hat we're also going to debut the the yanks are coming shirt a shirt that a lot of people have been uh asking about that design is finally getting unleashed upon the world so make sure that you're signed up for the mailing list or you're following us on socials so you don't miss that release if you want the yank important podcast form you can find it anywhere podcast or podcast it if you want to support the channel you can subscribe you can like but you can also become a member being a member directly supports the channel uh you get Access to some special perks, like some special badges and stuff. Shout out to my tier two members: Manuel Alivarez, Mike Irish, Chris Matassa, Matthew Doyle, Matthew Hanna, Michael Baker, and Daniel McVay. Guys, thank you so much for watching. My name is Sam, and this is the Yank Report brought to you by Bet Online.